yesterday's price is not today's price. Ladies and gentlemen, goons and goblins, welcome to Rip City Goons. I am your host, DJ Nick at Night, a.k.a. Kenosis, a.k.a. your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And to my right, as always, your favorite Red Dead Redemption activist, Tay Guevara, who just completed Red Dead Redemption 2, the first uh, completion in the Twitch stream. How does it feel? Feels really good. I'm actually, I'm really stoked. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was long. Uh, it's been, what, like two months I've been playing on every stream that game. Uh, but it's been a really, really rewarding experience. I'm I'm surprised because usually I hate Rockstar games. I The last Grand Theft Auto I played, I think, was a PlayStation 2 one. It would have been like uh, San Andreas, I want to say. Uh, or maybe Vice City. I don't know. Whichever one was the last one on PS2. Uh, and then just kind of went away from them because I thought they were kind of boring and bad games. But the story in this game was super good, really fun. It made me want to go back and play uh, the original Red Dead uh, Redemption. I don't know that I'll ever go back and play Revolver. But, uh, yeah, it's cool to finally finish one on stream because Returnal kicked my ass to the point where I was just like, I don't want to <laughs> fucking do this anymore. It's too hard. Sometimes, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, going into a different world and, like, shooting rabbits for a couple of months and yeah. then coming back to Returnal. You know, sometimes you just... I mean, you, you play a game like that, you know, that requires a lot of energy and isn't a very calming nature. Sometimes it's good to just take a little break. And and I got to take my own advice because all I play is freaking Warzone. Okay, so all that is is just blah, all the time, you know? Yeah, that comes down to timing, though. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, like... Did you see my sniper I, clip it that I showed you? What did you think about I that sniper clip? I haven't had a chance to watch it because you sent it to me at, like, 5.30. Uh, you you were live. live. Okay, yeah, you go, so you'll, have to, you'll have to... Actually, I'll have to. I'll check it out when we're done with the with the podcast here. You, you got to check it out. Basically, I, I just hit a dude sniper shot. Guy tries to come in the back door, runs up the stairs, opens the door, jumps in. I switch guns and brrr, you know, thirty seconds of me getting a double kill. Nice. Uh, it's just the little things in Warzone. You know, you get your ass kicked for eighty five percent of it, but you just get those two kills that makes it all worth it. In the, <laughs> in the end. You get that one sniper shot in the chopper and you're like, Yes. <laughs> yep. I guess. I don't know, man. I haven't played like I, I think we've talked about it. Uh, I don't play a lot of competitive multiplayer games. I, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll jump into one of your your Warzone games at some point when I have time, but Yeah. You'll have to. Uh, what I, I was know. trying to do earlier today was to uh, get it to where you were playing Red Dead Redemption, and mm -hmm. I was playing uh, Warzone, and we but we were on the same page, right? Broadcasting with our <laughs> well with our Discord boxes through our and, yeah. and doing our audio through our Discord, right? And then blocking okay. out blocking out the audio from the chat, right? Because I think I figured out how mm -hmm. to do that. So. Uh, it's all learning experience, but I, I would in the future if we're You're doing trying to get away from just in trying to get away from just in case uh, there's a just an explosion of racial slurs. <laughs> no, like, I, uh, like the other I don't day. think that's even possible to. It's really weird. The Warzone crowd, you either I either end up playing with uh, uh, some Mexican dudes. It's pretty fun. They're from mm -hmm. Mexico. I play with a lot of Canadian guys who are really pretty polite and not. Yeah. And then, and then I play with just some absolute fucking racists 
that's like the other category of like people, you know, right? Like it's weird. Like that's actually a category in online gaming. Like the guy who's just blatantly nonstop racist. Uh, And it's usually an adult. It's usually an adult and and it's really odd, right? Because you don't quite know what to do with that. But either way, when you're playing, when you play Discord, you can just completely ignore your party chat and you just talk through Discord and and that's how you broadcast it or whatever. So that's what I was trying to do with you earlier, but you were live and it's something that we need to maybe coordinate before you're actually live and not trying to finish and complete the first game of your stream and be (laughs) experimental with some like other crap so today wasn't a good day but i do think i'm confident in the future that we could both just like be playing games if not together right on a a Mm -hmm. game but just broadcasting the discord and just streaming right right that frame as well Mm -hmm. on like my page while you're streaming yours live yeah i don't know so but yeah, so what are you are you gonna keep doing Warzone or do you have a game in mind that you might wanna play a little bit? Well like, I'd uh, like to like a story I, you know, based or you know, my oldest daughter really loves, you know, uh, RPGs and kind of like anime and, and that kind of whole wave, just like most of the kids these days. But she's really like yeah. really likes it a lot, right? She's like deep anime kid. And yeah. so she likes Final Fantasy Seven and I haven't beat it yet. And I'd love to put that on my catalog because a lot of people just like to watch Final Fantasy 7 or listen to it or you know chat about it or whatever right yeah. it's, a, it's a that is a really cool community of people and I love that game but at the same time I want to play that kind of on my TV and not on my monitor with with her because we're like kind of watching yeah. the story together and playing it together and like I, if I do that game to stream style it, we don't get to do that and to play right. that it that way i have to disconnect all my stuff out of here move it into the living room so and i have it's not a big deal because i got an ethernet and an hdmi already just hooked up and hanging for it but mm-hmm. it still is moving the you know the right. ps5 it's still, it's still a whole thing it, i'd have to have like a day that i had dedicated yeah. to being like you know what i'm gonna play that game for 12 hours today which would be a really good stream however i'm halfway through the game and I already, mm-hmm. you know, Ella and I kind of have been playing that game, and it's been kind of our, we've re- literally restarted it once. We got right before the plate dropped, restarted it. Now I just got right after the plate dropped, and that's where we're at. So everything from this point forward, neither one of us has seen. So, but I, but like I said, that has to take, because pre- Warzone no, takes, kinda, you gotta look, yeah. Warzone takes no preparation. It's like, whatever, bang, 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 done. Who cares? Yeah. Cool clip, done. Like, it's, it's no big deal, but like uh you know like red dead or final fantasy like like you really want to get that on there from start to end credit like you did with red dead like start all the way to the last end credit like complete finish yeah there are certain games like that but at the same time like you know uh our uh our other cousin um just uh did his first live stream we're all kind of doing all this stuff at the same time dusty um shout out hartrich on youtube and twitch um he he wanted to start streaming and, and uh he was ta- we were talking uh and he's like well i want to stream elden ring but i'm like halfway through it and i was like yeah well i was i had already beaten the first boss of returnal when i started i think you know you just stream what you're doing um if yeah, you're not true if it's you know you, you can try to grow through like other means or like making sure you're picking the right games or whatever whatever but if you're not having fun playing like what the fuck is the point yeah um so 
yeah, I thought it was cool. I watched his for a little bit. Uh, I pop into yours all the time, but I watched his for a little bit. It was cool to watch his first, uh, his first little stream, and made it made Elden Ring seem a little bit more accessible. Watching him play, he was able to get through one of the bosses pretty easy. He's not. He's away. He's like a legit gamer though. He plays like League of Legends and shit. Um, he like plays competitive online games and has forever. Um, so. Yeah, but uh, like so, so I guess my thing, like, what I'm saying is like, is there like a game other than Warzone that you want to just like play? You know what I mean? Like, is Ninja there anything Turtles. like on the Ninja yeah. Turtles? You want to play that that yes. Turtles uh, Nin- classic game? Ninja-, Ninja Turtles, and you know, they have this. It's like forty five bucks, and it's it's like yeah. I don't know if it's multiplayer. I don't know anything about it except for the fact that it supposedly is all the throwback Ninja Turtle games, but maybe with a little facelift, kind of. For a newer look, uh, uh, are you talking sure. about? This? I can't remember what it's called. You sent it to me the other day, and I had seen it before. But the TMNT, uh, yeah, they have like their own, like a, their own. It's it, it almost seems like an arcade pack that they just re-released, yeah. and it's like forty-five bucks, so it's decently the Cowabunga, priced. Uh, the Cowabunga collection is the what Cowabunga it's collection, and I think, dude, just just coming from being a kid from the '80s and the Ninja Turtles, and then playing those arcade mm-hmm. games growing up, and then playing those games on like, gosh, what were those even yeah. on Sega? I don't know if it was on uh, Sega original, or if it was on the SNES. Original one was on was on NES. Was on the original. On the original, NES, yeah, uh, that's right. The two button, yep, your hat. Yeah, and I had it. Um, I had Did that you? game on on. Is it multiplayer Nintendo. though? That's the question. Yeah, it was two it player. Is? No, no, no. I mean this this new one. Is it yeah, possible absolutely. to? And it's online. Okay. It's online. Okay, so I want to play that with you whenever you're ready to play that. That's the next game that I want to play because I just think with our history with Ninja Turtles from when we were kids mm-hmm. uh, to the fact that talking about playing some of those throwback games and just kind of revisiting some stuff from old and then seeing that drop made me interested in being like there that might be it that might be the one that me and him play together in unison and stream or whatever you know what i mean because and it makes sense to me and it's reasonably priced and and then if not that like we had discussed a couple episodes ago obviously wrestling and i'm always down for any sports whether that be 2k or NCAA, or even whatever, even FIFA, right? Like, I don't care. Sports sports is always just fun. But Ninja Turtles, sure. number one. Um, yeah. And just stuff like that. A lot of I think a lot of those arcade game styles would be fun. It would be fun to, like, you the would original, play Yeah, Blitz those original NES games. Yeah, those original NES games, um, they can be pretty fun. They have, I don't know if you're aware, because uh, your kid has a, your oldest kid has a Switch, right? Or all of your kids have a Switch, probably, if one of them does. Yes, we, we have an Nintendo yeah. Switch. Yeah. You have a Switch in the house. There's the, yeah. the arcade version in that where you can play, like, a bunch of first-party regular and SNES games. Like, all the old Marios, uh, some weird old oh, sports really? games. Not, like, not Tecmo or anything like that. Those aren't on there. But, like... Um, old Kirby games, like all that kind of stuff so there, from the first two consoles. There's like an, so like Nintendo has an official DLC basically for those. It's not even DLC. It's free. It's the, Oh, it's, it's free. It's, you, you, you just download it onto your switch. I have it. So basically it's a collect, yeah. it's two collections. Um, and then if you upgrade your, you have to have the Nintendo switch online, like thing. It's like they're, yeah, I got, um, I got one of those, whatever the gold it's package, like 12 or bucks. 
the yeah. 12 bucks or whatever a month or a year. I think it's 12 bucks a year. Uh, but if you upgrade it to the upper one, you also get all the Sega and N64 games. So you can get four systems all on your Switch. Um, oh, they, they put the Sega on the Switch too? Well, yeah, because Sega, oh. I think, is now owned by Nintendo. Like Sega... I don't know. They they have some something going on with them because Sega isn't their own company anymore. They're like a software company that sells their stuff, like third party. Oh, God. Uh, I love Sega. I love Sega was the first system that I really just it was just like wow, the graphics, yeah, the look. I mean, because you remember when it was marketed and when it came out, it was like Sonic, and it was really heavy on Mortal Kombat. The original yep. in Mortal Kombat 2. So it's like the black, sleek Sega, plus like these like really color rich Sonic games. And then, you know, it just uh yeah. it just hit heavy. Remember that X-Men Uncanny game? That's another game I'd like to play from Sega. Were you like that was on the SNES too? But the dude, you know which one's the best? Is the arcade one that's the eight players? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, got like the Magneto like and this. shit in it. Like the yeah, yeah. That's what. Dude, see, where can we get that? See, those are the, that's what I'm talking about. Those are the types of games that or the Simpsons game. Those are, those yeah. are games. I we there has to be a way to access those and to be able to play those together just online somehow right. just... there, there are certain ones they have that i'm sure i had a buddy that had that cabinet like the stand-up oh, really eight player when i was in high school or middle school Gosh. uh the stand-up oh. eight player fucking x-men wow. uh cabinet it was sick uh but yeah that um but then there was another x-men game i think it was for sega and for snes and i can't remember what it was it came out around the same time as maximum carnage as a spider-man game Remember that? Maximum, God, that was good too. I actually did. I did. I send that video to you. you maximum you cartridge. Sent it to me. The red cartridge yeah. with the God. When yeah. I saw that, I got shivers, dude. I was like, Oh yeah. God, that game. That's another one. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of those out there, and that's what I want to focus. Because of course, I'm always going to play one. You know, Call of Duty or Elden Ring or whatever the new the new new is. I'm mm -hmm. always going to have that going or running. Um, always going to have a Final Fantasy running, but on the side like i do want to play ninja turtles and x-men and you know and figure out how to yeah. do that because there's there's got to be a way to do that that we can do that because yeah for sure i don't have an xbox but i do have the nintendo and the playstation so that should work i would think well you're sweat you, know? you can yeah so we can so i think the calabunga collection is on ps4 or ps5 so we can get that on ps5 yeah but okay. i have a switch too i have a switch in the other room so yeah and usually PlayStation, uh, and, and aside from the exclusives, they're, you know, about the same. Usually you have access to the same games, except for a couple exclusives. And it's getting worse, actually, because Xbox keeps buying everything. But Yeah, you can get it for $40, you can get the PS5 Calabunga Collection on yeah, Amazon right now. Yeah, it's not that right much. Now. Yeah, it's not that much. Yeah. That's what I was saying, for like... Sure. But I wanted yeah. to talk to you about it first because we had already talked about buying WWE. That was we I talked honestly, about. I think that I think that the cow like we could probably download the Cowabunga collection on PS5. And yes, it would, that's what like, I think. And then just yeah, I think that probably be better. Because like, WWE 2K. So here's what I wanted to do on 2K. I wanted to do uh, Monday Night Wars. I wanted us to have to like build like once a week like on tuesday or whatever we get together and do the tuesday night wars and essentially we would 
have they have like the my GM mode of that game where you like build your own roster, you build your own shows, and then they go at each other, but it's it's not online. It's the one fucking time that the thing I want is not online. It's only couch co-op, which is so fucking weird now. Where every I used to be like, man, can I get a couch co-op? They don't make that shit anymore. And now it's the one time where I'm like, it's the other way around and I'm pissed about it. But so like that, that would be really fun for us to have to like, you know, you'd be like, kind of like a franchise mode. uh, Yeah, but it's against each other. It's like the the old angel fire threads. Uh, Exactly. You know what I mean? Where you'd write it and just see what it did or whatever. Yep. The old, uh, what do you call it? The the the, for, the wrestling forums where you would like yeah. create a wrestler when like they do promo, like you'd write their promos code or like in what a they were or then, whatever, and some lights mm-hmm. or some code in some shit. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. Something like that. Those were yeah, fun. Basically and, and that, you had, it basically came down to a mods decision, but it was cool yep. because you're like pitching these ideas and it's that yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I think. <laughs> I think uh, for me personally, yeah, the Ninja Turtles, if you and me could get both get Ninja Turtles downloaded and we could both jump in and uh, link up via the PlayStation uh, chat rooms, you know what I'm saying? And then just run some, uh, some just beat it, beat Ninja Turtles, you know, and we can get some time to stream it. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that'd be really fun. Uh... Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, Tuesday this week, stream is going to be Hollow Knight first playthrough, which I'm pretty excited about. I've been wanting to play that game for like... And what's that all about? Uh, break that break that story down. So, uh, I don't know really the, the story specifically because I've, I've watched a little bit of it on streams and stuff. But it's, uh, do you know what Metroidvania games are? Uh, like a Metroid style of game? Like yeah, so basically like... It's got a map, right? It's a plat. It's a map with a plat. It's a platforming game with a big open map, but not like sorry, not a big open map, but like a a linear side-scrolling map, right? And you have to go to certain places, and once you go to that place, you unlock something that then unlocks another area, and so there's a lot of like backtracking in and out of areas to find the next area you have to go to with this upgrade that you have that you've just gotten, right? So, but it looks like basically it's an indie platformer um, where you play as like this dead soul um, who's just killing other shit and getting souls and making and getting upgrades and and stuff. It just it looks like a lot of fun um, and it does have a story, but I don't really know anything about the story. Um, it's it's, uh, but I think it was one of those games that like got a bunch of uh like praise when it first came out okay. um from many people it's thought uh, it's it's just you know it came out in 2017 so i've been like should i play this game since like 2017 it's kind of um, like me I buying finally... those ken griffey jr ones waiting exactly. since 95 96 <laughs> just waiting exactly so and now it's time that's another deal just I thought like about that i have too. the time to do it Going back and playing old games like WWE 2K19 because I didn't play it. I didn't play 20. Right. I didn't play 21. You know what I mean? So, just uh, it, it would all be new to me mm-hmm. in my in my way. 
And yeah, I mean, like, did you like, did you play Spider-Man? Because I know you played the Arkham games and liked those, but the Spider-Man game is super fucking fun. No, it's basically, I, haven't, I haven't gotten into any of those. Not one. Dude, Spider-Man is basically, Ar it's just Arkham, but instead of being Batman, you're Spider-Man. Hey, I dig that. I liked the Arkham right. games a lot. I probably let Ella play those and I shouldn't have, probably. But, yeah, it was just... Gen used to yell they at me. She's like, don't let her watch that. That's like super dark. And I'm like, well, you know. Dark <laughs> Batman, get down here. I'm gonna beat your ass. Get down here. And then you go down there and just mop the floor with like 20 dudes. And then escape back into the sky. I just love I just love rolling around as Batman. I could see that being fun, just shooting through the sky as Spider-Man, little dude, more aerial. Dude, you're just web slinging. The web yeah. slinging of it, like it has a fast travel. Um, mechanic in it that I never used because I was like, why would I do that if I could just be Spider-Man? That's half the fun. That's half the fun. That. And then also when you're when you're slinging webs or grappling, hooking through the city, you know, mm -hmm. you, you find little things. You're like, hmm, what are these two people doing over here? Or what is right. this question mark thing here? You know, mm -hmm. like I'm I'm exploring at the same yeah. time, which is pretty cool. You know, I, I'm not a huge you know. 2D model guy, you know. I already did all the 2D stuff. I like to world travel. I like to yeah, uh, yeah. dig into a few extra uh, nooks and crannies, if you will. So you yeah, well, that's kind of the. F Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, since we're talking about you know that transitioning into you know superheroes, the Marvel universe, uh, Doctor Strange. You recently went and saw it, so wanted to get your uh, review of the Doctor Strange uh, movie, what you thought. So, I I don't know, I really liked it. I'm hearing, you know, people kind of might have different thoughts on it, but I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was I thought it was really cool that they decided to make Wanda Maximoff. Uh, spoilers now. They decided to make Wanda Maximoff like a legitimate like horror monster. Like, she obviously looks like Elizabeth Olsen and is also, like, the Scarlet Witch, but, like, they they have... She's got blood on her face, like, for most of the second half of this movie. Um, she's, like, turning uh, Mr. Fantastic into spaghetti. Uh, like, literally, like, ripping him apart into, like, rubber spaghetti on the ground. Um, they... This was one of those, like... This was, like, for the first time... They went like hard PG thirteen. Like I, you could have argued this might have been an R movie. There was no like cursing in it, and wow. there's like, but but there's like legit. It's legit like brutal. Um, they do a good job of kind of like hiding it, but like the imagery of it is is all very brutal. And I thought that was that was a pretty cool choice. Um, interestingly enough, the director of this movie was the same director as the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire that everybody loves. Um, but they are not similar movies. Strange. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real like a it's like a real horror movie. They actually like they went for it. They went for um, the horror tropes and all the the kind of crazy stuff that happens in those movies with like. Uh, monsters like being able to pull themselves through gongs and all this other stuff and they, they went for it um, it was a lot of fun I definitely think it's worth watching um, and I definitely think it was a good uh, it was a good um, intro point for a couple of major characters that that 
uh, I'm happy to see are in uh, the Marvel Universe now. Um, Mr. Fantastic, America Chavez, uh, Black Bolt was brought back from that terrible Inhuman show, but Black Bolt sucks. <laughs> um, but it was it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and it just made me, honestly, it just made me more excited for Thor. Because that's really the movie. In July, Thor 4 is coming out. And it's going to be, it's going to just be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to that movie. Yeah, Thor, I, I that's going to be good. But, you know, here's the thing with with uh, Doctor Strange. Is, it's kind of the Milwaukee Bucks of the Marvel Universe, isn't it? Like, visually, Doctor Strange was just so, right? So, such, so great. The story was so good. It was, such, it was not really meant to be that good. And you saw the first Doctor Strange, and you were like, wow, that was really freaking good. Visually, that was nuts. It was like a Pink Floyd freaking movie. Came, you the know, original, like, like yeah, came to, came uh, to life. Is Yeah. Really that was kind of the thing that stretched it. It went really far away from that though in this one the first one was very kind of kaleidoscopy and uh yeah like that's yeah Floyd exactly. Laser showy. uh and a lot of like that glass it's um, very trippy like uh you know yeah. triangular animations that just descend into foreverness and stuff like right. it was just a very they, they definitely went away from that though um with uh with this one it's very much a horror movie. It's very tropey in the horror. It very much has horror, horror tropes, which I think is fun. You like, you know, we see a lot of the same kind of beats in Marvel movies sometimes where it's like you're getting the, you know, it, it's like almost a video game type trope where it's like, or not trope, but a video game kind of pacing where it's like you're going to see the first fight and then the second fight and the third fight and then the fifth, the last big bad evil guy fight. You know, you see... There wasn't a lot of that. It was very much like, what the hell are they got? The, you know, America's Chavez has like, kind of has um, uh, final girl powers. Like, do you know what I mean? Like horror movie final girl. The it's there's always oh, that right. one girl. That, <laughs> so it's like a, it's a trope from like 70s and 80s horror movies, like Friday okay. the Thirteenth. Yeah. And, and like those running, where running through the woods, screaming, last one alive. Uh, the very uh, girl who somehow is able to then becomes like overly powerful and kills the bad guy. Right. When he's been just murdering right. like army guys and police the entire movie. And been right, shot exactly. and, but, but somehow this 115 pound uh, chick kills Michael Myers yeah. with like, you know, by, just by like wrecking a car or something like exactly. <laughs> he survived. He got hit by a tank earlier, but that car for whatever reason the geo puts him out you know yeah that's that's the trope is okay. the the final girl the, the the final girl um and and yeah so that was that's kind of the the they have a little bit of that in there i thought it was really interesting that they decided to do that i thought it was really fun um there are issues with it like rachel mcadams is in this movie but she could have been a potted plant like there she like she's in it but it's like it could have been she could have been replaced by NPC or or voiceover actor number six and nobody would have known the difference. Uh, she doesn't really add anything totally to the movie. Um, other than kind of like Johnny dressing. Depp's wife and Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah kind of like I mean, Amber Heard and Aquaman, like yeah, yeah you know, we like, could replace her. We can get somebody better. <laughs> it can be. Well, moved. it wasn't even like. Yeah, well, the big thing was like her. It's not like she was bad in the movie or anything. She just 
didn't have a lot to do, and it almost felt like why even have her in the movie? What in Aquaman? Uh, no. no, in Doctor Strange, uh, oh, Rachel McAdams' oh, character. Oh, Rachel okay. McAdams plays like Doctor Strange's love interest, but like, okay. but she's like in the first movie, she has like a legitimate arc, and it's like part of the movie. In this one, it's just like, oh, here's Rachel McAdams because Rachel McAdams. So there's yeah. there's some things like that where it's like why do that and and then you know they have a whole character that's basically a MacGuffin which isn't super fun but like you know it is what it is it was a super fun Marvel movie and this honestly what I'll say about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and this is kind of how I'll end what I have to say about it it is the f it now properly feels like we have moved on from Endgame like oh, okay. this well, that's movie. Good. This movie feels like the beginning of something new. And I'm aware that like all of the TV shows, Moon Knight and Captain Winter, Captain America Winter Soldier and Loki and uh, Hawkeye, even Black Widow and the Spider-Man movie, like all of those movies I am all of those movies and TV shows I'm aware are technically part of like phase four and moving on from Endgame. But they all kind of still feel grounded in what happened in it whereas this movie feels like okay now we're doing something new now this is we're moving on into the next storyline with this maybe loki felt that way too so like loki and this kind of feel that way whereas the rest of them kind of feel more grounded in the past these loki and doctor strange feel like propelling forward into what is basically unknown territory like what are we going to do next so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought about it. I think it's definitely very fun and worth watching. It's definitely a great performance. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen are great in that movie. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what I got to say about it. Well, it sounds interesting. And I do like Doctor Strange, and I feel like they could do a lot there just with that on its yeah. own. I think it kind of stands on its own at this point. It's its own kind of, you know, if you like the strange movies, you know, it's kind of like its own subgenre of like, yeah, thing, you know, because like you said, the Pink Floydy visual shit, and there's like, there's like some other kind of culty elements to the Doctor Strange thing, because like you mm -hmm. can kind of do anything in those movies. There's no limits with Doctor Strange because it's it's like magic and portals, yep. so it could all anything could change at any time, and it, then it all makes sense seconds later like so it's right. that's what's fun about it um and i see what you're saying about propelling and adding and introducing characters and you know and trying to find maybe that unknown like we don't know who's going to you know pop off but we're going to give you four options and we're going to all take a look at it and we're going to see what you know what do the people like the most where do we want right. to go right like who do they get drawn any kind of way to it yeah because we're kind of in that moment now because well, uh, yeah it's yeah. just i mean how many freaking are like anybody who had anything to do with those original uh, uh uh marvel movies is going to be is set for life in hollywood you know they can play golf with bill murray you know eat eggs and benedict in the morning get a, a local golf uh, subscription uh they're they're I mean, fine to be honest they're completely to be honest, fine Think about the, this about Robert Downey Jr. Right, he's, when he's he goat. took that, but when he took that role, 
nobody wanted to work with him. Yeah, he was well, he a was pariah. Just, he had he just had... cleaned his life up and was just yeah. kind of like no one believed him. You know, they were right. like, "Sure, Robert, we yeah. know you. Whereas you took like... a crap in my trailer on that sitcom. <laughs> I don't want to work with Robert Downey Jr." He said he was method acting. He's not. He's just high on cocaine. Okay, and he's just being an asshole. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he luckily, reset his entire life there. Luckily, he didn't end up in Char- Charlie Sheen's shoes. Could have been him. Yeah. You know, but he got lucky. He could have been uh, River he, River Phoenix. He did the he work, lucky. and he yeah. Well, River Phoenix was a terrible uh, situation. Yes, that that's a Kurt Cobain of Hollywood. But um, yeah, even yeah, even even almost worse because Kurt Cobain still has that conspiracy murder angle going on, and River Phoenix is just pure sadness. There is just yeah. nothing. There is like it just happened, and it's so sad. And you could just imagine all these people back in like the early '90s sitting outside of Hollywood Boulevard or wherever that club was at in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. and that after hours club. Oh, so, that the, so the much, pit yeah. viper Johnny Depp owned the club. Mm-hmm. You know that's what it yeah. was. It's like Jennifer Aniston dating the guy from the Black Crows, right? <laughs> it's like that era, dude, when she yeah. was on Friends and the freaking Black Crows were on TV every day. You know what? What a what an yeah. era. Seinfeld, Frazier, and Friends, right? Like, just what, yeah. a, what a crazy era and enjoyable for TV because I still reach back to that era for my entertainment. I still want to yeah. know. They're still doing series about Pam and Tommy. Uh, you know, there's we still are, are just, like, fascinated with that era of Hollywood in particular. It was a very yeah. cool era, you know? And, um, it was it was just, the, I think it was the last era with any mystique around it right yeah, it's the last yeah. time where anybody looked at hollywood without being able to see everything that was happening in it like there was a right. sheen behind like river feet there was a sheen ahead of uh, ahead of all of these people in the the late 90s right up until we had complete and total access to everything they were doing all the time with first paparazzi and then themselves posting everything that they're doing on Instagram. It used to not be cool to be famous. It was cool to be an artist who was rich, but not fame was not sought after even Tupac, you know, give me the money F the fame. I'm a simple man, right? Like it was cool to have the money, but you wanted, they wanted their privacy. They didn't want you to Mm -hmm. know what was going on. And then look at what, like, look at what's happening with this Johnny Depp thing right now. That never happened back then, right? Like, it was just yeah. speculation. Like, there we, we don't know. It's just speculation, yeah. right? But hearing recorded conversations and and then, like, the, the, the evolution of the reality star where it's only about the fame and not anything else. The SoundCloud the rapper, thing. right? So, so, dude, have you been... I don't know if you have Paramount Plus, but have you been seeing these advertisements for the the real world back to new orleans like have you seen this no but tell they're me more doing dude okay so they're doing the they did real world back to new york right the original cast of the real world the very first of those shows okay and, and i dig it they did that and it was like kind of weird because i was like I, I was thinking to myself if i had done that in 2002 or whenever it was and it was a horrible experience because you know it was. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do it again, right? And then I thought to myself, do you remember when the real world really turned and got fucking crazy? It was in Hawaii. They did the real world Hawaii. 
and it got fucking bonkers. And then right after that, they did Louisiana, and then they did Vegas. So they did yeah. Yeah. they did Hawaii, uh, New Orleans, and Vegas. And those three seasons, I remember watching as like a teenager, maybe middle, like late middle school, early high school. Them watching them and being like, why would you do this to yourself then? And then they're like, now they're all in their 40s because they're a little bit older than us. Oh, the and original like, real world's got to be in their 50s, dude. 100%. The original. So, yeah, right. But then you've got the real world from they do, they're doing back to Louisiana and they got okay, the whole so cast. That was a couple years um, later. That was right, a good they, real. That was still one of the OG ones, in my opinion. I did watch the, the, it. The New Orleans I do remember one. that, yeah. So all of those people are back, and they did that show again in the same fucking house that, that they sick. did it in originally, which was a cool-ass house. But there's, like, in the, the, the trailers, they're like, why did I do this again? And my thought is, yeah, it was a bad experience in your 20s. What makes you think in your 40s it's going to be a better experience? You've got MTV cameras following you around everywhere, and you're in your late 30s, early 40s. In like a weird party situation where you like are going to be in a situation where you're with a bunch of people who probably it wasn't fun the first time. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. just it's just unfinished business. And you know what's never really gets leaked is the amount of money that reality TV pay. provides. Right? Yeah. Like people it's like there has to be some kind of like price that people that finally just go, Okay, it's like fine. Sag minimum. Like I guarantee it's be you I guarantee you yeah, it probably is sag minimum. But I guarantee you that it's probably one of those things where someone says no four or five times and they say, All right, Kathy, what what do, how much do you need? What do you yeah. need? Do we need you on the show? We know you hate it. Yes, Charles is gonna be there, but we how what is the amount of money that makes this okay for you to bear because there are even on jersey shore they've rebooted mm -hmm. and all these people have gone out and done their own kind of thing separately from the jersey shore and they're kind of these beloved northeastern icons nationally mm -hmm. and even globally right and but sammy sweetheart didn't ever come back she was invited back but she was like that was a bad time in my life i did not enjoy that i don't like the press i'm a normal human being i'm not a fucking yeah. you know i just like thought that was a one-time thing and it turned into something nuts and i don't want to yeah. be a part of it anymore and i'm an actual og character from the show but i'm just gonna be a social media guru which is what she is yeah. she's got clothing lines and all that stuff and she's a normal human being so there are certain people out there that probably like sammy sweetheart who still has a massive presence in in the uh, media world um that just said no i'm good i'm going to indie and i'm gonna sell my fucking clothes and my merch and fuck you know do appearances and i'm not gonna make a fool out of myself no more you know what i want to see what i really want to see so you remember the challenge i mean it's still on currently like the real world road rules challenge but they just call it the challenge now um the the miz got famous doing that and then went to the wwe the miz is a genius for doing that that is a genius I don't, I don't know why i want to see him go back like and just do one season of the challenge as a 40 or was 50 he, year old was man he real world seattle was he seattle he was road rules i'm pretty sure he was road rules 
Miz was. I can't remember. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was real world Seattle, and I think that's how I because I think I was interested because it was Seattle, and then he was on the show. It might. It, yeah, I think I want to say Seattle. I think it was. You're probably right. Uh, let's see. I don't know for sure. First game in rural back to New York in 2001. New York. Okay, I'm wrong. I stand corrected. New York. Uh, yep. But it was the second, the genius. It was the New York season. Think about the genius. So this yeah. this guy goes on, gets on a show for MTV that's usually just made for young, attractive people to get shit-faced and make fools of themselves on camera while they're blacked out drunk for ratings. Goes on there, markets... Uh, another media mogul, right, who's in the media space and basically provides free advertising to people who are watching MTV to watch WWE. Vince McMahon says that's brilliant because I didn't even ask him to do that, but he did that. So I got on MTV. I got free plugs on MTV anytime they play any footage from the New York Return to New York episodes. I get free WWF plugs and I hit a whole different market for free. And then I'll give this guy a job and I'll have a 20-year career. That's outstanding. And he'll yeah. end up being one of the best heels in the game, if not the best heel in the game. I think at this moment, he is. I think he's the most consistent. Like, we're going to get into a whole Miz talk now because I feel like the Miz is criminally underrated because of his background. He um, is criminally underrated. I think he he's the guy that they can, any, they can get anybody can work with him and work well with him. Um, any babyface that they can come up with, he can have at least a semi-decent program with um, and get that guy over. I think he does that every fucking time. And I think that he is always, he's the best, probably the best mid-carter in the last 20 to 30, 20 years. I'd say since, like, the Attitude Era, he's the best mid-carder, you know, ruthless aggression and on. Uh, and he's, he just is so consistent. You know what you're going to get with Mike the Miz Mizanin, and you know that he's probably... He, you can put a title on him, and he can make it relevant, you know, for a month. You can put a title on him and have him have the Intercontinental title for, like, a year, and it be interesting every time. Um, while we're talking about wrestling... I need you to spend time at some point when you have it watching YouTube clips of this Kevin Owens fucking Elias uh, feud because it is stupid. It is the okay, stupidest so let me, thing. Let me let me understand this. Is Elias still Elias, or did he come back as his twin brother who doesn't have a beard? And he came back. He he is Ezekiel. Without so he shaved his beard and yes. all of his body hair. Yes. Wears like uh wears main event tights. Um and he is not his twin brother, he's his younger brother. Okay. <laughs> and he comes out and he's whatever, whatever, and Kevin Owens, the first time he comes out is like, You're Elias. You're a lot why are you lying, Ezekiel? You're Elias. And so they've oh just been gosh. doing this. Uh, for like it's a couple perfect. of weeks now. Perfect. It's the stupidest mid-card like goof angle I've ever seen. I love everything about it. And Kevin Owens is fucking killing it. 
doing it. He's having, like, you can tell that these two guys are having so much fun doing this stupid thing. And, like, it's not over a title. It's literally just Kevin Owens coming out and being like, you're fucking lying to me. That's Elias. What? And then, like, what an amazing Kevin gig. Owens. After the Stone Cold gig, that's the gig right. we get. The Elias gig. <laughs> the, the Elias is not Elias. I thought that was so hilarious because, obviously, duh, it's the same guy. But, but the way that they're like, no, it's not. It's not that guy. It's a different guy. So believe dude, it. And it, but they're almost you mocking you with it. It's kind of. It's hilarious. It's just. Dude, it kind of have you seen like, the hey. social media? No, I the social media I shit is so fun. They're photoshopping Elias and Ezekiel into like pictures together. Oh my gosh! So they're like, this is when Elias and I were at uh, this show back in night in like when we were younger. It's the stupidest shit That's I've good. ever seen, and it is make it's giving me life. It's like. WWE is is at this bolt is is at one point one time fucking unwatchable and then at the same token you get like Cody Rhodes and fucking Seth Rollins or this like the Elias uh this Ezekiel Kevin Owens there's always like Owens. a saving grace somewhere there's always a saving yeah. grace in wrestling and it has nothing to do with the corporate machine of the WWE WWF WCW whatever it has everything to do with the creative uh, talent of, you know, of the uh, the artists, if you will. There's always the somebody doing something that makes it watchable, whether that's Finn Balor, whether that's mm-hmm. freaking Sting jumping off a balcony, whether it's the it's the individual theatrics and in, in bravery and comedy from the individuals within the that system. And then yeah, kind of sure. like then the interpretations of all the marks along with you know the other the other people who are actually making doing work and it, it, yeah. it's just this really cool blend of um uh, 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 like you said comedy and that's what i was talking to you about that a little bit where I, it's like everything was so extreme and everything's so like uncensored and raw these days and it's just so everything is so just brazen that i kind of like a silly gimmick now i don't need something over the top sexual i don't need something over the top violent sometimes just like a silly joke that goes on for a couple of weeks or a month or two is funny to me but like chris jericho you just made the list I thought yeah. that was the funniest freaking thing, and it was the stupidest mid-card thing, but I looked forward to the list 